0: Welcome to Drunk On Comics Podcast, episode 507. It's a new year. It's a new me. Isn't there some phrase of like-
1: New phone, who dis? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> new hairstyle, who dis? Tony's, uh,
1: Tony's reached the fourth decade of his life, which I think there's probably people out there who've- didn't think you would make it this far. I bet you there are.
0: <laughs> Good think, job. You beat them. I know. I think they owe me some money for <laughs> losing that bet. Uh, but it's the same old uh, podcast. We have a couple reviews of some things and uh long-winded talking on lots of other things.
1: Listen, we get real comic book nerd in this and we podcast take... where there's there's some episodes of this podcast where we do reviews and we talk about news. And that's it. And there's some episodes of this podcast where we start talking about actual things comic book nerds talk about. (laughs) And that is heavy in this podcast.
0: Very much so. So you'll just have to grab a cold one and stay tuned to find out. So why don't you do that and enjoy (laughs) Drunk on Comics Podcast episode 507. We didn't name this one yet. (laughs)
1: Are you leaving it like that? Why not? Okay. I was like, are you going back and recording one? Because I was going to say, Dave, not Dwayne.
0: That works, too. (laughs) (laughs) That's a better one. Grab a cold one and enjoy Drunk On Comics Podcast, episode 507.
1: Dave, not Dwayne.
0: I was going to say Dwayne, not Dave. I would have messed it up. (laughs) age ain't nothing but a number.
1: You only say that cuz you're old now. Yes. <laughs> welcome to welcome to the your the the fourth decade of your life, Tony.
0: I I will say this. I've been dreading it for a while. Have you? Uh, yes, because when I was younger, I always looked up to my uncles and aunts and respected adults, but adults were different than being my age and they were always 40 at the time so 40 was that different age you are not a kid anymore you are not young when you are 40 or above okay but i don't feel that back
1: then people were only living to like 60
0: i mean that's true too
1: (laughs) maybe 80
0: i'll just say this though like it my body does feel like it's old, mm-hmm. but like my spirit does feel young. And yeah. it's through <laughs> reminding myself that, yes, it's just a number. Don't have to, you know, lose any I love any
1: my sleep 40s. Over. You know what's great about being 40 in your 40s? It's like you're still young enough to, like, go out and do things. But you're also old enough where you can say, I'm going home. And when people are like, why? You can be like, I'm old and it's time for bed. <laughs> and nobody second guesses you. Whereas when you were in your 20s, they would be like, pussy. Oh, somebody needs to sleep. And now all of our friends are also old. So they're like, even though when when you say you're going to leave, if you're the first person, everyone is like, oh, man. In their heads, all of them are collectively like, oh, thank God, now I can leave too.
0: <laughs> I mean, true. And there's been more times where I've thought about just staying home. Than Again, that's the being old. I'm be- I'm becoming lame just by being old.
1: Yeah. There's no
0: even... So now you're making me feel old again. Cause...
1: <laughs> I love it. I love it. And, and- like... You're getting to the age where you can just start saying what it, like you can just stay, say things. You can just say your feelings.
0: I miss my 20s.
1: I do not. I love the older I I love aging. The older I get, the better I feel.
0: <laughs> I mean, technically, we if I'm doing the math correct, it's probably 29 when we started this podcast cuz we've done it for 10 years. Yeah, so Yeah. I guess a whole decade of drunk on comics.
1: Right. Yeah, I've only been doing it since like 2015, 14 or 15, I think. So
0: But another another year of well, I mean, I guess for Drunk on Comics, that's in June, but still right. another calendar year of having some more fun with some comic books and some news and everything that we want to talk about because this is our podcast so we can do what we want do what we want and put it out as little or as often as we want yes and (laughs) because we didn't really record over christmas time i do need to thank santa aka my mom who got me the best gift in the fucking world Yeah. It is the Transformers Optimus Prime Lego set. So this is, for people that are unaware, Lego. (laughs) We've played with Lego multiple times, but you can build Optimus Prime with it. And not only just, like, build him as, like, a statue. Like, there's a Mega Blocks I think, came out with the Transformers before where you could kind of, you could make a robot. But you'd have to like unconnect everything to make the actual, uh, I guess,
1: semi truck.
0: Yeah, what? Well, or whatever type of thing. Because they had a um, Megatron and a Sound Wave. They had like a couple different oh. Transformers, but they were licensed.
1: Megatron's a plane, right?
0: Yeah, and no, I mean, originally we'd always love him as the little handgun thing that Megatron. Original... Yeah, in the original. I thought that was
1: somebody else that became the gun.
0: No, Megatron oh. is the big bad guy, and he okay. becomes a gun a later. Tiny
1: little handgun?
0: Or, so, with mass <laughs> displacement, and we don't need to go into the Transformers <laughs> humans can hold them. He can also be a Transformer-sized gun. But getting back to it, those ones <laughs> couldn't physically transform right. like the robot things. They were Legos that could make it look like one or the other, but you kind of had to pick. This, however, though has full functioning transforming type arms and a head and it's it's like the original
1: Yeah. I toy. notice it's still in the box.
0: I haven't had so I got this a week Do you and a ago. Do not tell me
1: that you have not had time.
0: I honestly haven't. <laughs> I have been doing a lot of things lately. Yeah. Small of which is a little bit of cleaning. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, you got our, you got, you you did clean in here a little bit. I noticed there's a whole shelf gone or you moved, no, it's gone. I
0: moved it to the living room, but yeah, I'm rearranging, I'm doing some things.
1: And this podcast will hopefully sound a lot better because now we both have our own microphones.
0: I know. So instead
1: of being able to hear me very clearly and Tony like he's in a completely different room, (laughs) hopefully you'll be able to hear me very clearly and also maybe Tony louder. (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah, partially in the room Still will have to get used to these again It's been a while since we've done multi-mics Yeah,
1: since you've done multi-mics I do a whole other podcast
0: Oh, well, look at you <laughs> Well, let's get into some reviews Because yeah? I have a couple that I just want to briefly talk about Okay, However, um, not get too much into Because, well, we one of which
1: he didn't read that much No,
0: I got three different ones. I just don't know how to get it. So first of which, it's uh, The Retroverse by Cullen Bunn, and this is a comiXology exclusive. And I really thought the title, the cover and everything looked awesome, and I like Cullen Bunn, Uh, but if you can see this lens. You said
1: it's called what, Retroverse? Yes. Okay. I'm going to pull it up because I have comiXology.
0: It looks, you know, interesting. It is an alien type horror. But again, what does that retroverse mean? While reading into this uh, story, um, you come to find out this main um, what's, what's it? protagonist. I always forget. Protagonist, protagonist is, is good. the hero. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Shh. It starts off with this weird alien-looking thing, which is kind of cool-looking as far as alien-type things go, but you're still kind of like, what's going on? And then it kind of backs up a bit, and it gets to this girl going through her day, but things are just a bit different, and her friends don't understand who she is at the end. But Oh, also in there, too, it looked like she might have been abducted or worked on, or we don't know. Uh, without giving away at the end of this, it seems like something has happened to her, and well, I have.
1: She's very muscular. Yes, she's got that. It looks like her
0: skin Sh- came off. She's
1: got that cut that I, you usually only see on dudes that like the was it the trap tra- trapezoid or whatever oh, yeah. with the lines the were yeah. Ugh. You don't see that in, well, I mean, she's not a real woman, so you can draw whatever you want on her. But
0: Oh, I thought you were looking at the last page. Which, no, I was uh, looking at
1: the first couple of pages. So I was
0: going to say the last page is when she is muscular and I don't know what's going on. So this is why I didn't want to delve too much into this. I have enjoyed what this is. My brief talking what it is is kind of what I got from this. But I'm very interested to find out what's going on. What's this retrovert? I'm assuming she's now in a different universe somehow with some of these people not knowing who the fuck she is or her house not being there or what. But um, again, I'm going to have to reread this to try to figure out what it is that I read. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it was uh, like a Terminator. I know it was enticing enough, though, that I enjoyed it. Nice. So I wanted to bring that one up.
1: There's some real good stuff coming out from the Comixology exclusives, I have to say. So, I don't know. It's worth a couple bucks to get the Comixology Unlimited every month, I think.
0: Yeah, I didn't I didn't realize they were having some of those exclusives, but now that I've heard of this one, I was like, okay, I might have yeah. to start getting a few more of those, Um the other one that I uh, read into is uh, Happy Horror Days. Uh, I'm going to briefly just talk about this one. This is coming from Archie Comics. Oh, okay. Happy Horror Days. So what are you th- imagining?
1: Like Halloween-y stuff?
0: Yeah. Well, it's Christmas-themed, but with the Archie oh, afterlife like type. like Happy
1: Holidays, Happy yeah. Horror Days. okay.
0: So what I really enjoyed about this is the first uh, story. There's two stories in here. Um, and I didn't really know some of the, like, I love Afterlife Archie. I've said it millions of times. Yeah. But I don't know all of Archie people. So the right. second story took um, had a couple people that I didn't quite recognize from what I've read. However, this first one um, had uh, Jughead the Hunger, which was one of the series that I was reading that had, like, you know 12 issues before that then went defunct in nowhere. So he came back in this one, so it was kind of like, yeah, continuation finally. And he's fighting the Krampus, so that was uh fun. And so anyways, this is just a, again a couple stories. I think there's three, three in here.
1: Yeah, it was the night before the hunger, which yep. if anybody knows the hunger is a werewolf yep. movie. Cat Got Your Tongue, and Wrath of the Sugar Plum Fairy. It was the Wrath
0: of Sugar from Plary that I didn't really quite know of everything. But, again, another solid horror one with the Christmas theme in here. I definitely recommend people reading it, especially if they like the afterlife with uh, yeah, Archie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what I really thought was cool, too, was at the end of this book, there was some previews for some, you know, coming up of... Uh, stories from the Archie line, Uh, Archie versus the world, Okay, which looks like it's a superhero, um, maybe a Mad Max. uh, It
1: looks like a a manga or something. Look at how beefy he looks. I know, but that's where it's like. It looks like like it's coming straight out of Dragon Ball Z
0: or something. I want to see how ridiculous this is, because if it's like balls to the wall ridiculous, I'll love it. If they're kinda just going for a normal superhero thing, I'll probably be like eh. Yeah. But I'm definitely gonna wanna It
1: says it's only a teenage wasteland. <laughs> Archie versus the world. An all new action one shot. Oh, well that's nice. It's a one shot.
0: Oh, that's even better.
1: Yeah. Oh, Betty, the final <laughs> girl. That's nice. I wish they would fucking finish afterlife with Archie. I know.
0: Well, is it because can...
1: Frank Avia doesn't want to do it anymore?
0: Probably. Fuck it. Fuck you, Frank Avia. But anyways, this was a great uh, book, to, and I suggest people to read. Very cool. The last one that I want to quick talk about, and I did not finish it because it's like 150 pages. Oh, man. But I thought it was interesting enough and kind of funny in a way that comics should be. Balls Up, A Contraceptive Journey. Oh, so this is coming out of um, Europa Comics. Okay, have you heard of them?
1: Um, nope. But my guess is it's things coming from Europe.
0: Yes, I've. Uh, there was a book before that I talked about it. So ultimately, some of these uh, comics that are, you know, made in different uh, countries mm-hmm. uh, can get translated, and then you know made in English right. and so that's where I feel like this is one of those I don't know if it originally was in a different thing or not I just know that the only thing on the f- cover page that I have is uh, Bobka Bobbyica is the Bobby person tough, that yeah. is um, you know doing that made this I guess
1: well uh, yeah and it looks like I mean if you just le- read the first page he calls himself Bobby so I'm assuming that he's it's self- referential. Yeah. yeah.
0: And and so this store again I didn't get through all of it but I got to the part where they got to the museum and they're going through the um the history of contraceptives.
1: Mm. And it was
0: v- very informative. I liked also to the foreskin or foreword at the beginning of this yeah. book. Um and it kind of just gets into the controversies of contraceptive, what it's for, what, you know, there's crazy stuff that that went on with uh, medicine and science for who knows, alien, what type of things that come about. And with that, having read all the way through this, I don't know where it's going. But it was, uh, I enjoyed it that I thought that needed to be well, said. Well,
1: that's very outside of your normal, normal stuff that you would read.
0: Yeah, but again, balls up, sounds funny. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs>
1: You're like <laughs> balls. I
0: mean, I got to at least, <laughs> and then the foreskin. For I was like, yeah. okay, what's this going? And then again, it was, uh, it was. I thought very good, and it made nice. me giggle a few times as being the man child that I am. But again, it's it's meant to evoke you know some thoughts of laughter and the ridiculousness right. of the situations, but also to inform you on where we've been with contraception and how that's going even now. Nice. nice. Uh highly suggestive. Again, long book, like hundred and fifty pages, but it's fun. I think uh I think you would actually really Probably. enjoy it too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'll have to check it out. I downloaded the sample because again I have Comicsology Unlimited and for especially for some of these bigger books, you can download a sample so you can flip through it ahead of time and see if you even want to waste your time reading it.
0: Yes. <laughs> That is, I have to say, well, I don't know if you feel the same way anymore. Probably not, since you're still using it. But do you remember when Comixology was really fucking up a bit a couple of years ago?
1: Yeah, so I still... Ha- so they were their own company for a really long time, and then they got, by, got bought by Amazon. Yeah. that. Was- and they changed the interface when they got bought by Amazon to go through basically Amazon. Um, and when they did that, it pissed me off because seriously every time i buy it, like i can't just put thing the th- this is the thing that pisses me off the most about the entire app like the interface on my tablet is fine on my phone it sucks you can't buy anything off the phone app you can't buy anything off a mobile app you have to use like a desktop okay. app or go to amazon.com or kindle or whatever and buy books um but when i but i used to be able to say i want this one this one this one this one put them in a cart and do one transaction now. If I want to buy a book, I have to buy it, and it charges. And then if I find another book I want to buy, I have to buy it, and it charges. So oh. if I buy ten books, that's like ten separate charges.
0: That's dumb. It's
1: irritating for somebody who is in finance and actually reconciles her like bank account. <laughs> <laughs> it's super irritating. <laughs> um, but other than that, like I love the uh, I love being able to like take a sneak peek at things before I buy them. Um I love that they have all of the comicsology unlimited exclusives like the Archie one you were just talking about all Archie comics are th- free through Comixology oh, nice. unlimited. You don't have to pay for it's one of the one of the companies that is free through that app and then of course tons of old stuff. So much old stuff that you can just read for free. So it's worth the 5.99 a month or whatever it is that I pay for it. I mean, you have to buy the new books on top of that, but you get you get the pull list discount. That's it's like ten cool. percent or something like that.
0: I would say too, though. With uh, I've pretty much gone mostly all digital now for a while. It was a little bit half and half. I know you're pretty much all digital. Yeah, now, I too. can't. I
1: don't. I don't want to buy I, unless it's a graphic novel. Like I'll I'll buy a graphic. Novel. That's what I'm saying. There's yeah.
0: certain things that where I might go get the physical right. thing for what it right. is, but like again. With my cleaning up the house and everything, I have all these comic books. Right. I need to do something with them. Yeah.
1: I feel the same way. And you have more than I do. But I have like, I have six long boxes of comics that, I mean, I know part of collecting is like, you hope that one day, like, they have value and you can sell them. But I'm not, the ones I want, the ones I'm going to keep, I'm not going to sell. Like, maybe Connor will benefit from them at some point in time. I don't know. I fucking doubt it. (laughs) because <laughs> th- yeah. there's not listen there's there's only one action comics number one there's only one of the fucking first detective comics like th- any first appearances that you get nowadays my Spider-Gwen first appearance is only worth like $200 I mean I guess in a pickle a $200 would be nice if I needed it right I guess but
0: well that's what for me right now <laughs> I'm in the midst of I want to have, like, my, my nephews and niece read comics someday. And I know that at least the boys are reading it now. Right. So they may enjoy these. But I do know there are some gems in there. Yeah. That it's like, I need to do my due diligence to go through all these. I do not want to go through all these. And so.
1: I know. It sucks. It takes and that's forever. where I'm just like, I'm
0: glad that now I don't have more copies building need up. You
1: start a business where people can hire you. Not you specifically. Maybe we don't start this. Whatever, if there are listeners listening to this, this is a great business idea. Start a business where you, people hire you to come and go through their comic books and like weed out any of them that are trapped, but you have to be trustworthy because I don't want somebody coming into my house and being like, yeah, this one's not worth anything. And really, it's a thousand dollar comic. Yeah. Like, fuck you. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> um, but like, literally, I would pay somebody to go through my comics for me. Because, like I said, I only have six long boxes, and I remember organizing them a couple years ago, and it took me three days. That's fucked yeah. up.
0: Yep. <laughs> and that's why I've gone digital. <laughs> yep. So much easier to find digital, too. Because, again, I know in here there's a couple certain comics that right. I know specifically are in. Which one is it in? Fucking me yeah. if I know where it's at. Like
1: Yeah. Oh. yeah and there's so many comics have such large prints now print runs but like there's no comics these days that are really gonna have the value that something like like when it has value we will be dead mm-hmm. and well i don't care what happens to it after i die i don't care who benefits from it i don't care who has it i hope that connor sells it in a comic book sale and somebody really benefits from it surprisingly like one of those scenarios you know where they go to a garage sale and they find that comic that's like Mm -hmm. oh
0: they don't know what they have (laughs) almost do you feel like uh, would okay your honest opinion would you just grab it or would you almost say
1: it depends it depends on who's selling it if it's like an older person like say some asshole kid left their comics at their mom's house and like she's selling them because she's fucking sick of looking at them or like sadly maybe they passed away or something like that If she's selling them and she doesn't know what's in there, why would she know what's in there? True. right? So if I run, say I run across an Action Comics number one, right? That this little sweet little old lady, she's just trying to unload her dead son's stuff and doesn't know what's in there. I would would certainly bring that up to her. If it's some asshole (laughs) 20-year-old who doesn't, who should know what they're doing, then I certainly would just buy it for 50 cents.
0: I feel the same way. I feel like I'd be a little bit more dark and if I saw it in there I would buy it for what it is. Not tell the old lady, but then later on being like, ma'am, I found this out and I want to give you some proceeds of right. you know yeah. what I sold it for so that she can't take I it would, back.
1: I would probably maybe offer because what she doesn't know where to go. Like yeah. and actually Homics number one, you have to sell through like a legit auction house. Yeah, you need
0: to go through. And you have a to have place. it appraised.
1: Like legit appraise, so i would probably offer to do that for a percentage of whatever it sells for which would still be a lot of money
0: <laughs> what well, so i mean i've been seeing some more and more of some people finding in their uh grandparents house or even their parents house uh, some books and one thing that i saw i think it was last week even uh amazing um was it amazing fantasy number 15 Thor no uh Statu- spider-man oh black suit spider-man I believe is, Black
1: Suit Spider-Man is, is is Spider-Man 500.
0: Which which is Amazing 15, then. Is that first Spider-Man? Might I be. Believe. Well, Black week. Suit Spider-Man
1: was, like, early 90s, bro. I know <laughs> that. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that was Spider-Man but, 500 or 100. Yeah. But that's,
0: I mean, that's 100. one. Um yeah, I think this is the first introducing the popular character Spider Man. So yeah, the yeah. amazing fantasy. So that's a big one. Yeah, that they yeah. found the picture that they posted on online looked really good. Right. And so then this person's like, "What should I do?" And everyone's like, "Get it uh, boarded and this and that." But then he, the person was like, "I'm don't want to send it through the mail." Because imagine a male person just crinkling that actually. Yeah, yeah. So well, there's the,
1: ways you could package it. So that well, as started, they were saying, go yeah. to your
0: local, com- like, the next comic convention you have. Bring it physically in person. But again, those things, they cost money, too. Well, yeah. To get them slabbed.
1: It, it, it is. And, like, listen. Don't slab your comics. That's so fucking stupid. Slab comics that aren't actually worth anything. Slab your favorite comic.
0: I mean, if I had... A, but don't uh,
1: slab a comic that's worth something.
0: Well, that's the, there's a there's an in-between of when you should. If you have one of those original something...
1: Yeah? I don't know. I think I disagree. But I also
0: I don't want... I so would I, read it. I like what I have. I can easily take it out. Yeah. I have taken it out a couple and it, times. And that's
1: one of those frames that's UV-protected, Yep. right? Yeah, that's fine. I have I have my first appearance of Phoenix in a frame like that as well. And that's that I get. Slabbing it, like, that's... I mean, you can take it out of there. You can, but, crack but then it you open. just, but
0: then you ruined your. Yeah, getting slab. Yeah.
1: Um. I don't know. I. I. I understand why people slab comics. But I'm also like the intention of these were to enjoy them, so like you can do stuff to preserve them, like you have up here, in a way that will allow you to very easily take it out and read it if you want to, um, and. I've noticed, like, if you look at anybody's collections, most of them are in museums, who have the action comics, number one, like, they're not slabbed. You, people can leaf through that. You have to wear gloves, but you can leaf through them.
0: (laughs) Not to get into politics, but I heard someone, uh, a new member of the House of Representatives in America here,
1: did his oath of oath of office on an Action Comics number one, didn't he? Yeah,
0: yeah. And I was just like, awesome. wait, you gotta choose because if I could get that close to one, I would choose. Oh that yeah, too. you
1: 100 percent can choose what you do your oath of office. Well, I, on. no,
0: I do know, but like that you can. That's an option to yeah. somehow get that comic. Any
1: anything you do that that's amazing. I thought that was amazing too, and I you know, I I think it's funny that you prefaced it with I don't want to get political. <laughs> Say anything about the man's politics except that he's very cool. (laughs) True, (laughs) and only in certain circles.
0: (laughs) Oh, um. All right, let's get into some news. Uh, it's it's old news because it happened last week, but we can you know talk about uh, Jeremy Renner and what happened with him. Oh, that's
1: right, he got in an accident. Yes,
0: and from. With most all the details that have come out now, um, he was helping uh, another uh, stuck car or another neighbor on the road prior to this. So kudos to him being awesome. And then his uh, snowblower was not put into park or whatever. And when he was out front clearing it, it pretty much ran over him. But. I don't know the picture of what it was, but I'm assuming it's one of those driving like a little mini uh, golf cart type one or something where you can move it. I mean, kudos to
1: him for doing his own driveway.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because if
1: I had that much money, I listen. I if I didn't have the world's shortest driveway now, I would pay somebody to do it.
0: (laughs) Well, some people actually like mowing their lawns. They're insane. That's insanity. Yes, that's that's pure insanity.
1: Those are the people who have leisure time. <laughs>
0: yeah. But a, a a big thing is he seems to be making a recovery. It that's was good. worrying at first, um, had some surgery and stuff, but this thing crushed his chest. Like this thing ran over him and they're saying if it wasn't for uh, one of his other neighbors who was actually a doctor who was able to do CPR as well as it being fucking cold to freeze his body, he might not have made it. So that's wow. kind of scary how close to death it was right but also just seeing him in good cheer and obviously no one wants to really say oh you know what's gonna happen but people are you know in the movie wise right totally cool if he's not ever coming back also totally cool if he comes back is and he's
1: all fucked up looking because that would make sense
0: with hawkeye yes like he's gotten old Something and whatever happens. Um, he's gonna have a wicked scar on his face, and I know that they had to put a tourniquet on his leg, but I believe that it's saved, so nothing bad, but he's gonna have a long recovery and, um, is interesting, though, because I could only assume he is probably supposed to be in one of these movies coming up in the next four years, and who knows how bad his injuries are, if four right. years would be enough to recover or not, but I know that's old news for some right now, but since we didn't record last week, uh... Kind of just want
1: to. We're just gonna be throwing out a bunch of shit that you guys already know about. Well, I
0: was gonna say we go how how many right you know, a month a whole did month. Did we even back? talk about Jason David Frank? I don't know. That was a while ago. Yeah,
1: I don't know if we did. I mean, we can just. I think it's been we, a good... I think we did. I feel like we did talk about that.
0: Um, <laughs> I so with all HBO is finally saying that they're done with all the cuts and everything. Which, okay. Now that they've completely removed Westworld, I know, and everything, and they're stupid. But who's even more stupid are Zack Snyder fans? Oh, of course they are. They they want Warner Brothers to sell the Snyderverse to Netflix. It's not the Snyderverse. It's not. It's never been. I mean, he doesn't own it. Yeah, it's like it was his vision of where he wanted to go. It was bad. They decided a while ago that's not where they're going to. Right. Listen, guys,
1: it was a bad vision. Fuck you all.
0: I think it could have been a fun vision of a different thing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think it could have been a fun thing if it was completely different. (laughs)
0: It's not what I was meaning. What I meant to say was within the scope of comic books and comic book movies, Okay. Legit, if it would have gotten to a dark Justice League... Sure. ...would have been crazy. Yeah.
1: But listen, listen. There is a dark Justice League, and then there is Justice League in the dark, which is what this movie's <laughs> movies were. <laughs> True. There is a difference. <laughs>
0: yes. And I, and I, again... The Ciderverse is not a dark Justice League. No. I mean, that's even, what he wanted to, but it's not a good Justice League. Yeah.
1: It's not a Kingdom Come.
0: No, well, that's not what they're... I think it's they're not going a, for... Uh, it's
1: not a... Uh, Earth, whatever, where they're all evil.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I just... I could have seen it, but now it's, it's never going to happen because we know James Gunn has taken over and yep. everything, but... One of the biggest blows to a lot of uh, Warner Brother DC fandom is uh, Henry being canceled from future movies. Yep. I guess cancel isn't the right word, but just not being brought back, I guess, as Superman. He was not
1: invited to return. even though it did seem
0: like he was supposed to. Do you remember when we talked about it at one of the Comic-Cons he was supposed to show up to, I think, New York Comic-Con, but he didn't? because he got sick with COVID and then things came around. And then now, cause I think he was supposed to talk about coming back as yeah Superman and now how much things have changed. right? I, th- that's to me, that's
1: the only, he did a good Superman. He, 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 I, I have to say out of all of the stuff I was fine with, I was fine with Batfleck. Like I didn't, I didn't care one way or the other about that character, honestly, which is not great when it's Batman. You yeah. should not care about Batman. Gal Gadot was good in the first couple movies. Patty Jenkins ruined her by doing a sequel. Um, <laughs> the rest of the characters were mediocre at best.
0: They had no Warner Brothers executives were going to bring back Ezra Miller in this whole thing. Yeah, that's thing. fucked up. That's fucked up. James Gunn has now pretty much said, nope, clean slate. We're just going to... Which sucks, because you would want um, Henry Cavill to come back and be Superman again. But if you're going to start a new slate, yeah, get a younger, different person. It sucks that the last however many years of DC movies, you know, Justice League movies, aren't going to... They're going to be there always as a yeah, look back Yeah, you can on. always
1: go back and watch them. Yeah. They're not going anywhere. Maybe. I don't know. They might be. You might not ever be able to watch them again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> they
0: could remove them all from there. But again, uh, the whole uh, putting all your eggs in one basket with the Black Adam movie as well, oh, which many people thought going into. Oh, my God.
1: I finally watched that movie. Did I tell you that?
0: Anthony just told me that, too. I have yet to watch it.
1: We finally watched it. <laughs> what a piece of shit!
0: That's what uh, again. And I-
1: and here, so here's the thing. I'll give you my quick little. I'll give me without. I I don't know. Spoiling. I, who the fuck cares? Um. Because the funniest thing I thought that came out of this whole like James Gunn and whoever else is also now in that co CEO position or whatever they're in, um, is The Rock coming out and being like, well. It's sad that I won't be able to come back and do a sequel to Shazam, and I wanted to be like, bitch, <laughs> that was not going to happen anyway. <laughs> this transition had nothing to do with that. You are an insane person.
0: Well, his wanting to fight Superman 2 and do that, which in comic books and everything, awesome. I would like to see them both, and I would like to see him on, but-
1: my. Okay, this is not even a Black Adam. This is a Captain Marvel. I'm going to call him Captain Marvel because that's what he was in this cartoon episode. It was a Justice League Unlimited episode where he show- Captain Marvel shows up. And um You know, he's very Superman-like, except he's got that exuberance of a fucking child because he (laughs) is a child. So he shows up and he he kind of joins the Justice League and everyone's all doting on him and stuff like that. And Superman is getting, like, legit jealous. And it's the best episode because he's so mean (laughs) to Captain Marvel the whole episode (laughs) until he finds out that it's a kid. And then he's like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) My bad. It's such a great episode. Anyway, back to back to Black Adam. Well, just the rock. The rock is the rock. He's terrible in this movie. It's terrible. It's terrible. The Black Adam is a very serious character. The, they tried to squeeze some humor into it, which did not work. He and he's he's a he's a. His he's overpowered in this movie. Completely. Her Doctor Fate was good. Doctor Fate was great. Hawkman was all right. And the two other characters that I can't even remember, Cyclone and um to uh, be named later. So, like the Adam, not the Adam, like Captain Adam, is some um, some someone that gets real big. Um <laughs> Ant-Man? No. I mean, you know, kind of except he doesn't go small, he only gets big. Um like, of course, Dr. Fate was amazing. You had the amazing Pierce Brosnan playing him. Pierce Brosnan could act his way out of a paperback.
0: <laughs> Not gonna lie. I've seen some shitty movies with him in it that I've and enjoyed. He's still good though,
1: yeah right? yeah, he's he's great. Um, oh God, I was just so and I knew it was gonna be bad. I knew it. I knew going into it it was gonna be a bad movie. But it's it was just. I just want to say it also had that problem of having an end and then keeping and then going further. Mm. Like it ended, and then there was still thirty minutes left to the
0: movie. Let's set up another sequel.
1: And and well, no, because it ended because they had this whole thing where the Justice Society was trying to defeat Black Adam, and they did. Spoilers, and he went and to the raft or whatever the fuck it is, the jail that's underwater. And... <clears throat> then a bad guy shows up for the last part of the movie and I tell you what, no point to him at all. They kick his ass in a matter of like 10 minutes. It was completely pointless. He looked like a they were going for like a devil type character with him. And Tim Curry in legend looked better than this character did. <laughs> <laughs> and that movie was made in the 80s. <laughs> I I
0: so I love the rock. I like wrestling. I've, you know, yes. Dwayne Johnson, but I will say as of this movie coming out, I have rethought about the Rock's movies. We've
1: had this discussion because you said he was a good actor a couple episodes ago and i disagreed with you
0: and i now feel like he is not i still think he he's can, good at
1: playing the rock
0: no yes. yes i mean i'm not saying no he's not but there are some bit parts that he killed it even being the rock uh the other guys i've talked about that multiple times when him and samuel L. jackson in that before and they jump off the roof and that spoiler warning on that movie fucking hilarious and he was just a jock two bit like he wasn't the main character good at that yes but i look back at him and his in kevin hart movies because they are like a good duo and i realize yeah the rock is really not that good he's just a foil for for kevin hart to uh just make fun of and then play off it yeah so he's not the rock is not the actual Comedy one, it's Kevin Hart, right? And yeah, I've just now, yeah, he. If
1: they cast him in a role that fits how he acts, then it's fine. I'm never gonna say any, he was great and be cool because it was one of his first acting roles. He played a bodyguard mm-hmm. who was also very gay,
0: <laughs> and
1: that was different than what you had seen him up until that point. And he did a good job, but he was still kind of just the Rock, but gay. He didn't. He was just a flamboyant Rock.
0: Well, I've <laughs> which heard. Is I've heard some already pretty
1: flamboyant to begin with, but
0: from the sets of the Fast and the Furious movies, which those are Vin Diesel's movies. Vin Diesel is the one that makes those things strive oh, and yeah, go. Yeah.
1: If he didn't want to do them anymore, they'd yeah. have to stop.
0: But the Rock coming on, and there was, uh, there was mentioned fights on on the set well from what i've heard is the rock has in his contracts that he's not allowed to lose a uh, fight or if he does it's got to be even so that there was uh, a huge thing in the hobbs or hobbs and shaw movie or whatever with yeah he could lose but then the other one had statham had to lose and so it was an even match which makes me realize he his ego as a person right. is preventing him being a good actor yes. because if he were to fail or if he were to not always right. become that triumphant the rock and get his strength. And then I look back at all of his movies and I'm realize, yeah, that's the same fucking character right. in all of these movies. Right? He's not, he's not good. At, or no. Again, he's okay. He's and fine he can if he's be, cast
1: in the role yes. that
0: lets him be him. But him being a lead actor is not good. He should always be a secondary one, right? Uh, comedic relief. But him thinking that he was gonna beat Superman, then like, how would you have that in your contract? Right. Like, you shake hands and you go off, and no one wins. Like, no, you would have to be the bad guy against Superman. Mm-hmm. Why are you even trying to set this up? Well, you're setting it up because I'm the Rock, and he really pushed forward having the end credit scene in that movie to have it go to nothing. Like,
1: so let's let's talk about somebody who has had a, a similar start in their career, but actually allows themselves to be an actor, and that's Batista. Right? Yeah. Started wrestler. A heel. I mean, The Rock kind of went back and forth between not being a heel and being a heel. What is it, a face or whatever the yeah. fuck they call him? But I think Batista was solidly almost always a heel. But I think I think Guardians of the Galaxy was kind of like his first big thing that he did outside of wrestling yeah. that wasn't like a WWE present. Twelve rounds, movie. the Marines, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um and he was perfectly he was perfectly cast in that role. That I I know that his last one is Guardians of the Galaxy Three and he's not doing it after that. For good reason he doesn't wanna he doesn't want that to be his legacy. Yeah. Which is fine, I get it. But he made that role big time. Mm-hmm. But then he came out and he did and I'm trying to find the name of it, he did this movie where he played like a nurse. In, like, this hospital that only catered to, like, criminals. Okay. And I'm trying to find the name of it here. And he was so amazing in that movie. And unlike... I mean, he still looks like Batista. Like, he didn't shrink down or anything like that. But, like, just his demeanor in that movie was amazing.
0: Well, I liked uh, him with the little girl. I don't know if you ever saw that one. Went straight to Amazon Prime. If you want my spy, yes, and that was, she
1: also did a movie with The Rock. It'd be interesting uh, to get her yeah. her view on which one, because I think I I think she did do a, a movie with The Rock too. But
0: that was uh, again, it was comedy. It was funny, but it was a cute movie. And I thought, wow, he actually you know is not just uh you know a, a big dumb right. person right. with muscles, which is how Drax is meant to be performed. Yes. He does it perfectly, he does. but he's more than that. He, he does. can do more. Uh Hotel,
1: I saw... Hotel Artemis is the movie I'm talking okay. about. And it has Jodie Foster in it. Um it's a it's a great movie. And he does an excellent, excellent job in that movie. He was great in Army of the Dead. He's in Dune. Um just the and then he was in The Glass Onion. Have you seen The Glass Onion yep. yet?
0: I really like it. Fucking great in that movie. Mm-hmm. And
1: like Yes, kind of a meathead, but like different, different than like. Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: And he didn't need to steal the show, or he wasn't. He didn't have something in there. I can't die, or
1: spoilers. He dies in the movie, (laughs) (laughs) like one of the first people. So yeah, it's just.
0: Well, one of the things that I just heard, uh, besides him talking about the, you know, this is his last thing with Drax, so put into what you think might happen in the movie, but. Again, that's his thought of, yeah, he doesn't want to be his legacy character and cool. But he was also talking about his tattoos because he's got a lot of tattoos. And one of the stories that I thought was amazing besides about his mom and everything and getting one covered up was with the little girl from uh, that spy movie. They were doing a uh, um, press junket type thing where... One of the people, like, how well do you know each other? And so they're asking him questions. And they asked her, does he have a tattoo of Winnie the Pooh? And she just kind of, you know, not knowing, but kind of being like, everyone thinks he's a big, bad person. But he would totally have a Winnie the Pooh tattoo because he's also a big teddy bear. So I think that he has one. Well, then when it came to reveal, he was like, I don't yet yeah and he went and got a little no, winnie the pooh no, you
1: like just he's got all, him. he's got all
0: these like skulls and like crossbones and like all these like cool wicked tattoos and now he's got on his ankle a little winnie the pooh because of that little girl in that scene and i'm like he got laid off of that
1: i don't know if he's married or not it doesn't matter one way or the other either his wife gave him some or some other lady gave some just for that story <laughs>
0: So, drunken comics' opinion is down with Dwayne. Down with
1: Dwayne. Up with Dave. Yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I don't have too much uh, news uh, before we're getting a booze in the book. Uh, one thing that uh, happened within comic books this week: uh, Scarlet Witch number one came out. I started reading it. I wasn't too thrilled with it. However, after coming across this, I might have to reread it just to see what the hell this is. But uh, Wanda has found a ore metal type mineral, something or other, that somehow her powers don't work on. Okay. And this is a new um, type of mineral within the Marvel Universe, so is this going to be the new vibranium something that mm. and is it just wanda's powers or is it mutant powers or how Anti- does it work
1: magic yes <laughs> some stupid thing like that
0: uh so it'll be interesting for her and, and what happens within the marvel universe with this uh dr Strange comes around too with magic stuff and and how this new thing works but again I wasn't too thrilled at first. I was looking forward to a Scarlet Witch book. I stopped before I got to this, but now I'm kind of like I might have to reread that
1: just to just to see what's going on there. Yes. Um one other thing
0: is uh you'll never guess who's pregnant. Oh, the I DC just saw, I just
1: saw I'm going through like headlines and I just saw that
0: <laughs> The Joker is yes.
1: pregnant in one of the black label comics, I assume.
0: Uh, yeah, it's his, uh, I don't know if it's black label. It's the Joker, the man who stopped laughing. Um, and... yeah.
1: Cause he found out he was pregnant. <laughs> Everyone yeah. stops laughing when that happens.
0: Uh, <laughs> I had, I had been thinking of wanting to read this book. Um, this issue number four just came out. I might have to just find out at least what the hell is going on. But, um, from what I've learned is, uh, Zatania had, had, is that Zatanna? Zatanna, yeah. Zatanna.
1: Although I kind of enjoy your pronunciation, Zatanya? Zatanya? <laughs> it's like Zatanna's cousin from the trailer park, Zatanya. <laughs> well, I mean, this would
0: work with what happens because she made him pregnant. <laughs> Anataz or something, her name backwards, but which I can only guess is somehow she made some magic thing that yeah, went reverse, but. Yeah. Uh, so that could be interesting. Uh, this is obviously a non-homicidal, probably Joker, because he'll probably want to keep the baby, but interesting enough to see where that goes.
1: Joker, if it's, if it's legit Joker, Joker,
0: um, I mean, it probably is an Elseworlds book. He's
1: just psychotic enough to like, kind of want to see what happens, right? Mm -hmm. Like, okay, I'm pregnant. Where is this coming out of? Oh God. Did she I need mean, a vagina a as well? <laughs> yes, I guess you could have a C-section. But what if you didn't? What if you
0: didn't? What would happen? I don't know where out the pee hole. I mean, what? There's no who the fuck. There's no working. No, that's what I'm, that's
1: what to... I'm asking. <laughs> this is what he, I want to know. You no, know,
0: we've seen uh, what's that movie, uh,
1: Mister Our Junior, Do-
0: Doctor Yeah Junior. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he'd have to have a C-section. But,
1: but Tony, what if he? Didn't <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm asking what if he didn't
0: <laughs> um the last thing which i'm very looking forward to because of some of the um teasers uh or previews of comic books uh learning that a big event that's going to come out this year is got to do with uh mr sinister okay. within in the marvel or within the x-men books so there's some major stuff that's going on with Sinister and his past and kind of some uh, retconning a bit of his story. Most people know that he is an 18th century type um, biochemist type person. Yep. He was a human. He injected himself with... De- that. Technically, he's got that in him, so he's an X-Men and they count it as him being X-Gene. But... What we didn't know is that the original Nathaniel, XS, Nathaniel Essex died. Okay. And his four original clones, because he's had clones multiple uh, times. Right. We know he's had clones.
1: Yeah, I mean, currently he's got a shit ton of clones.
0: Um, Have been, uh, you know, were made then. Four of them, which were all given a unique, uh, I guess... I don't know what you call it. symbol. Okay. So instead of the one that we've known for a long time that has a diamond on his head, there's one that has also the other suits of uh, playing oh. cards. So there's a spade and a heart and stuff. Okay. I know that one of them just showed up within the X Men books a while ago. Um, we just had the ones with the spade revealed. So these are these Mister Sinisters are coming out, and we don't know. Really, you know, we've known the diamond-headed one for yeah. a while, so we get his kind of motives. The,
1: that's got the fetish for making the perfect mutant. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But what are these other ones? Right. And Interesting. it's making me so happy for X-Men yeah. because Mr. Sinister is one of my favorite of, like, bad guys because he's uh, so wrapped up into the cable and, like, Strife and, like, Apocalypse. Like, there's so much stuff that he's part of. Right that he's such a unique character. And I like this new, uh, this is, this is cool. Kind of retconning. This is kind of elaborating. Instead
1: of making, instead of like making Malin, not Malin prior, uh, Moira, a mutant that lives forever.
0: That, I mean, that was cool for what it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, to get the thing started, but yeah, yeah, it was a big, where the hell did that come from type thing? This makes more sense. Yes.
1: It's a retcon, and it's so there's two ways to retcon. There's you retcon, and then you're like, Where the fuck did that come from? Like Moira, because let's think about it. Her and Professor Xavier had a kid that was like a super mutant. I guess maybe the fact that he was so fucking powerful would explain that by her being a mutant as well. I don't know, but like out of nowhere. Um, and then there's stuff like this where it's like, Oh, well, fucking, of course, of course, yeah. That's like, just a story that has not been told yet. Mm-hmm. It's obviously part of the backstory.
0: Yep. So, so. Nice. I I have not read X-Men in a, in a few minutes. Oh, but it's going
1: to take you all year to catch up on it. There's like 8,000 titles.
0: No, I have. <laughs> I can. I'm not that far behind. I'm okay. only like, like two or three months. So that's six-ish maybe. Yeah. Maybe 10. I don't know. Lots. But. Uh, I am, yeah, looking forward to that. So that's all I got, really.
1: Um, so, Mark, I don't know, Miller, Millar? Millar. He's got his Miller World. I'm going to say Miller. Mark, Miller World, because Millar World sounds worse. Um, so I'm going to say Miller World. Um, you know, that's got all his kick-ass and all of that shit Mm -hmm. on it. Um, apparently, he is going to be bringing all of those books, which I guess there's 24 franchises under his Miller World umbrella, he's going to bring it, be bringing them all into a giant crossover. Oh. So we're talking kick-ass, we're talking the Kingsman, we're talking fucking uh, Jupiter's Legacy. I don't know. That's why I'm bringing it up, because how That's they don't even all exist in the same yeah. timeline. <laughs> So I don't know how that's going to happen, but apparently it's happening.
0: I mean, it feels like it'd fit perfectly with Crossover if that ever comes yeah. back.
1: Yeah. I think that, no, that doesn't need to come back. It completed. It had a satisfying finale.
0: Did you... I want more.
1: Uh, well, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's all I got. That's the only thing I saw that was outside of what you already were talking about.
0: And you got booze in a book. I do have booze in
1: a book this week. So, not this last week, but I think a couple weeks ago, I've lost all concept of time at this point, (laughs) um, a book came out from, uh, W. Maxwell Prince. Um, and Martin Morazzo, called Art Brute. And these gentlemen are the genius minds behind Ice Cream Man. Which if you're a uh, avid listener of this podcast, you know that I love. Because it's so fucked up. <coughs> um, what I didn't know was this was a book that they had actually previously released. Um did I lose my tab for it here? I did. Fuck. Um I can't remember what the original name was, but it came out in 2017 under a completely different title. And they've completely remastered it and re put it out under this title Art Brew. Okay. Um I'm going. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna it I'm not gonna tell you much about the book. It's about the history of art. As done like a police procedural. It's weird. Let's get one thing straight. Because that's all these people do. That's all they do is weird stuff. Um, (laughs) But I am going to pair it with. The other brute. Which is the champagne version of brute. Which Tony didn't even know existed. I guess (laughs) to this point. Um, But the. Ag- exact champagne I'm going to pair it with is I actually really enjoy um, it's a local it's not local, it's from Traverse City but local in Michigan um, called Mobby. they make tons of sparkling wine, you can't call it champagne because it's not from France um, it's all real good their, their best selling one is called Sex which is just fun, but that is not what I'm pairing <laughs> it with because that is not Brut Um, So I'm going to pair this with Blanc from Mobby. It is a white, brute sparkling wine, as opposed to a rosé. Brute brute sparkling wines are dry, so they're higher in alcohol content because there's less sugar, which means they're also less sweet. Um, So crack open a fucking bottle and get real toasty. And then read this weird little reissue of
0: Art Brute. I say I learned a a bit about champagne there, champagne and
1: Champagne. Sparkling wine, Tony. Sparkling wine.
0: (laughs) Well, with that, all I can say is stay thirsty for a fun. Long year.
1: (laughs) Everyone email comics at gmail.com and wish Tony very happy 40th birthday.
0: Yes, because I'm not getting any younger. He is certainly not getting any younger. (laughs)